Welcome to the House of Cinema podcast. I am your host, Joe Aragon. With me today, the best friend of all time, Clara Curtis. Oh my God. And in the house today, uh, you know, before we do that, before we talk about what's in the house today. Okay. Clara, it's been it's been a minute, not for you and I, we talk all the time. Yeah, we But do it's talk been a minute day. that you've been on the podcast. How are you? I know. Hi, everyone. I'm good. Um, some recent updates in my life are that I've gotten into cross-stitching. And yeah. it's so much fun. I highly recommend giving it a try. It's actually very easy to pick up. Um, so you've aged 10 years since the last time we saw it. Yes, I truly am an elderly person now. Like, I feel like <laughs> I've always been internally. So this is great. Um, <laughs> what else is going on? Uh, I'm still trying to catch up with 2020 20, 20, or what am I saying? I'm trying to catch 2022. up with 2022. Yes, thank you. Trying to catch up with those movies. It's going very slow because I'm also really into West Wing right now. And oh. I'm also just perpetually watching gameplay of The Last of Us 2 because I have a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Brain rot a little bit, but it's fine. Um, yeah, I'm good. It's cold outside, but I like the cold. Amazing. All right. Well, today's episode, now that we have caught up with Clara's life. Got my uh, gossip. Glad to have you back. <laughs> Got your gossip. Um we're talking about Pinocchio, but not just any Pinocchio. We're talking mm-hmm. about Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Really, probably the only Pinocchio that matters now. Um, nah, that's that's mean to say. They all kind of matter to an extent. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I'm being just realistic. This is the Pinocchio that matters the most. I think. I think so too. I really do. Let's talk about it. Let's just jump straight into it because. Okay. I think a lot of people's hesitancy is going to be, oh, it's Pinocchio. This is literally our third Pinocchio this year. Yeah. Why would I watch this? It's probably like our 10th Pinocchio movie. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like important to, to for us to say kind of right up front, I personally think this is the best iteration of Pinocchio that has ever been conceived. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about this. Oh, statement. no, I, so I agree. Think? I think that's a very nice way to put it. Because, um, <laughs> like, oh, my God, it's so much more um, impactful than any mm-hmm. other Pinocchio, mm-hmm. I would argue. Especially this year, we had the Zemeckis one, mm-hmm. which did you end up watching it or no? <laughs> no. <laughs> good, good. There's, I could not think of a single reason for you to watch it except well, to hate watch it. But see, I'm a little worried that it's going to get an Oscar nom for like costumes or something. So I think I might not get out of the way. Like Ooh. I'm going to do like the Marvel films that I don't want to see. Like I'm just going to do a, a, a few days of binging all that kind of stuff that I think are going to get. Yeah, it's ugh, what a chore. I have been paying a lot of attention to like the technical stuff like costumes and makeup. I really? Don't, I haven't heard any rumblings that it's even be considered though so you might be that's true you might be safe i don't know safe. i might just be like assuming because it's it it happened i don't know i just it does happen like yeah. it, it's not impossible that's for sure uh did you watch the yassified pinocchio movie from this year I no <laughs> i wish i did <laughs> it's not too late you still could i could i could which pinocchios have you seen um you know? i've seen the disney one of course which I actually, I I will say I did like the Disney one when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if I've, I feel like maybe there's one other one I've seen. Have you seen the Jonathan Taylor Thomas one? Is from like it, the 90s. Oh, is that the one that's like kind of creepy? I mean, they aren't, I think they're all kind of creepy. Honestly, true. Yeah. Um, 
Maybe I haven't ever seen another Pinocchio. Maybe I really, wow. I, I might be one of those. I think I have just been one of those people that was like, I saw Pinocchio. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, this is it. But well, I, I'm not like, I'm not here declaring myself as like a Pinocchio scholar or anything. I have seen many iterations of Pinocchio. Uh, so the, obviously the 1940s one, mm-hmm. which, uh, like you said, I rewatched after watching the Zemeckis one this year. Oh, you did? And yeah, I turned on right after because I was like, oh, it's only like 70, 80 minutes. Oh, it's not bad. I was just kind of like making dinner and turned it on. It was it was good. It wasn't like bad. I liked it. Okay. Um, I like the song in that movie. It's like, I got mm, no strings. Oh, I do God, like that song. No, no. That's, That's a good, a good song. song. That's a good song. Yeah, I, I agree. I like that song. <laughs> Um, yeah, creepy, scary, the donkey transformation scene is still very scary. Yeah, I do like how creepy that is. Yeah, big fan of that. And then I've seen the Jonathan Taylor Thomas one, the 90s one. Mm-hmm. I have seen, um, there is one, I can't, I don't know what decade it, it might be 90s as well, but it's with Roberto Benigni, who is the director and star of life is beautiful mm-hmm. uh won an oscar for that uh that's uh, from he... 2002 oh wow 2002 mm-hmm. yeah so he is pinocchio but it's that one's strange as hell because he's like an adult <laughs> yeah pinocchio. he's an adult man <laughs> and like they don't like even try to make him look like a child he's just like adult pinocchio <laughs> that one's weird and then yeah. um i've seen a few like iterations of there's one called geppetto Oh. Which came out, it was like a TV movie where Drew Carey played Geppetto. And. Oh, I've I, seen that. I cannot remember who is the fairy godmother. It's Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yes. Dreyfus. Dreyfus. I, yes. I think I butchered her name, but I, it's fine. <laughs> I got Julia. Who talking about. Julia. Yeah, Julia. <laughs> I got Julia. Julia Louis Dreyfus. I've is, seen that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a strange one. Yeah. Um, I've seen Pinocchio 3000. It's like an, a Pinocchio, but it's set in the future. And Pinocchio is a, a robot. And wow. Whoopi Goldberg is like the fairy AI godmother. Wow. It's a fever dream. <laughs> yeah, wow. And then uh, Pin- there was a Pinocchio movie two years ago, I think in 2020. Mm. Um, during the pandemic, it was nominated for like several awards for makeup and costume at the Oscars. Yes, uh, I Roberto remember that. Benigni is in that one as well, but he's oh. Geppetto instead of uh, Pinocchio. That's kind of a really fun progression, actually. I like that. Yeah, like a, lot. a full circle. He's, I guess, he's a Pinocchio fan. Yeah, uh, it seems so. I mean, he's Italian. It's Italian story. Maybe that's why. Mm, that could be. I wonder how, like, how close the story, like, how Italians feel about Pinocchio. Hmm. Do you think they love Pinocchio? It's like it's like their country's story. I don't know if I would go as far as to say that. I mean, I'm not saying it's like they're like it. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not implying like it's like their like national anthem is Pinocchio. Movie. Maybe we should imply that. Sorry, let's, <laughs> maybe let's say that. Um. <laughs> I'm just saying like, do you think they just have more pride in Pinocchio mm. than like we do because it's uh, it's it originates from Italy? Yeah, I I feel like that could be very possible i feel like in general a lot of fairy tales have a better atmosphere around them in like their origin countries 
yeah, I think like there's the, just a little held bit in higher regard. You think? Yeah, and like I think that's there's, what I'm trying to get out. I get what you're saying, and I think there's also like a little <laughs> bit more respect with them. Um, One of my Italians are listening right now are really upset with me. <laughs> Italians aren't real. It's fine. <laughs> that's a joke, everybody. Uh, I'm just that's kidding. a joke. Italy that's is just totally kidding. a real place. I love Italians Eat, Pray, Love. It's okay. Yeah, actually, I don't like that movie. But whatever. <laughs> I oddly do like that movie. Um. Anyway, yeah. I think. I think. I just think there's more res- respect for these types of stories wh- from, like, from the countries they come from. Like, mm, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is interesting. Like, I think they're more determined to stick to source material to an extent, whereas, mm. like, when it's brought over to like the U.S., like the I don't know, like the Disney version is creepy to an extent, but I it's also Disney. You know, it's been Disneyfied. Yeah. So Big I think time. I think I think part of that is like wanting to make something that's more easily like sellable to children, which is like kind of nice. But I also think there's a bit of like the U.S.'s need to water down mature themes. Yeah, um, I've got no strings to hold me down. I mean, mm-hmm. that's like the perfect like example of watering down something that's more dark. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, I I I would assume. Pinocchio is more revered in Italy and taken a little more seriously. <laughs> I'd like to think. <laughs> if there's any Italians who are listening and want to like let us know, uh, then that would be great. Yeah, that wanna, would be like, helpful. Send me a DM. They probably them. already stopped listening when I reference <laughs> Eat, Pray, Love as my Italian <laughs> film reference. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Anyways, we've digressed a lot. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Why is this our favorite why is it your mm. favorite i think okay this will maybe me saying this is going to be slightly spoilery so oh yeah it just a heads up we will spoil the movie at its core at its foundation it is still pinocchio yes so you know to the extent of its plot there are some extremely big differences in this version than yes a lot of iterations so yeah. if you are looking to watch it completely blind please stop and pause the podcast and watch it and then come back um, because it's important for us to talk about those changes it, because it's probably why it's so great. I agree. Yes. Okay, perfect. Thank so, you. So boom, done. continue. <laughs> I think the, the biggest appeal for me is like a two-way tie between this being a deeply anti-fascist movie, which is just, mm-hmm. uh, it's just reassuring to see <laughs> in the times that we live now where fascism is oh, on the God. rise. Um, it's yeah, yeah. really nice to see something so vehemently anti-fascist, um, mm-hmm. which is just like, yay. Um, but the other thing I like about it is I think a lot of the time Pinocchio becomes a story about a, a sentient being who desperately wants to become real and in doing so completely changes like their entire external self for like mm-hmm. external validation which in my opinion is not the greatest messaging out there um and so it's nice because this film is so intrinsically like at its core about how Pinocchio changes the people around him and in doing that he becomes real he doesn't need to not be a puppet anymore he doesn't need to shed like his identity as like a, a being he gets to be a real person to these people around him while also still like being himself which I just think that's really nice um wow period Signed, still delivered. We're done. Boom. Podcast okay. Is over. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm gonna go Clara back to cross stitching. <laughs> perfectly in ca- encapsulated why Pinocchio. This Pinocchio is so good. Yeah. Wow. 
That was impressive. It's lovely. Um, it also explores death in like a really nice way, and mm-hmm. I love that. Um, I I mean, Pinocchio in general is a rather dark story, but I I would argue that most of them aren't making death like the 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 core of the story and in a lot of ways that is the core of the story is it's about death and like what that means to people whose life on earth is so short Mm -hmm. um and i just think that's really interesting to see as well um also it's just so pretty to look at there we go it's it's so pretty it is it is it's like a like you said two-way tie i was like it's like a I know, I lied. I just so kept giving things. reasons. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've said everything so elo- eloquently that I don't uh-huh. really want to add anything to like butcher what you said. Because no! That really does capture how I feel about the movie as Yay. well. Um, it just it, It's interpretation of so many different uh, quote-unquote classical figures in Pinocchio is so unique and so refreshing Mm, yeah you know the blue fairy in this movie isn't you know a person it's like a creature it's a sprite a Mm -hmm. wood sprite um and there is no donkey transformation scene in this movie no it is uh a a it's the kids transforming into soldiers yes they're trying to transform into soldiers into Uh, drones for the italian military yeah which Um, just what an ingenious way to still include that part of the story while keeping it rooted in like what they wanted to discuss in this like oh my god it the decisions made the changes made here are genius absolutely genius like Mm -hmm. i i in a million years could not see uh how anybody else could do this besides del toro who has had a history of making his films uh, about uh, very anti-war, incorporating mm-hmm. children and and uh, magical elements and fairy tales, and so this like just settles perfectly in his filmography. Yeah. Gosh, where else do we go? Uh, we so you, you started mentioning visually, it's pretty. Yeah. Yes, it looks great. <laughs> yeah. I will also say, for as dark as this movie is, mm-hmm. I laughed a lot. Yeah, it's the humor. Really, really funny. Yes. Great writing. Whether that's you uh, and McGregor as sebastian j cricket mm-hmm. or uh all the like black rabbits in the underworld yes all very funny there's a lot of great humor in this mm-hmm. and it's like such a perfect balance of humor and heart with a lot of tragedy and darkness and sadness yeah um here's a here's a million dollar question for you clara how okay. many times did you cry oh my god um <laughs> jesus uh a lot more than I can even put a number to because I just immediately became so emotionally attached to this Pinocchio that I, anytime anything happened that was even remotely too happy or too sad for him, I was crying because I was just like, <laughs> oh my god, this little baby, like, he's just a baby. And it's just, I'm actually getting really emotional thinking oh, about no, it. Oh no, I'm sorry, I don't mean to too much more right now. <laughs> I will say, oh. if I were to make a list of the movies that made me cry the most that came out this year, mm. this would be towards the top. Ooh, I think, uh, I think I would mostly agree. I think that's it's probably in my top five. I cried in the beginning, and in the end, oh, I cried in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I cried in the middle mm-hmm. during the scene where Pinocchio is at the uh, like the fascist camp. Yeah, and he's talking to his friend Candlewick. Yes, cried that part. Oh my uh, god. 
then the end just a mess absolute mess i had to sit in the theater like (laughs) an extra like five minutes because i had to collect myself yeah because I was not okay. Not it's, okay. Oh, it's so sad. I, I, I texted you my live reaction to the end, <laughs> and I was, like, distraught. Like, it's so, it's so confusing because it's such a, like, hopeful ending. Like, it's very mm-hmm. kind-hearted, but it's also oh, it just yeah, yeah. so sad. So yeah. I just was like, no! I agree. I agree. Yeah. I was not prepared for the ending, which is, like you said... It's it well, like we've both said it's a very different ending from any Pinocchio we've ever seen before. Yes, yeah. And its interpretation of Pinocchio and the messages and its themes, mm-hmm. it fits right in with the ending. But like, I was not prepared for how sad it was going to be. Yeah, no, me neither. I which is silly because I mean we're familiar with Del Toro's work. We know this man loves a good tragic story know, about childhood. So it's like, of course, it's going to be sad. But I was somehow not prepared. <laughs> I agree. I yeah, same same here, same here. Uh, was there anything about the movie you didn't like? Like, I I, hmm. I think I have like one or two things, but I'm just curious if there's anything you didn't like because I, I saw in Letterboxd you gave it a five out of five. So like, I did. Yeah, I was like, fuck. If there's it. nothing. I don't like I wouldn't be upset cuz I I'm, mine's a stretch. Mine's a stretch. Um I th- I do think in the middle even though I really like the stuff with the fascist camp and whatnot, I do think right around there is where we see a little bit of a drag. Um or actually I take that back. I think I'd say it's a price slightly before that when Pinocchio's like in the cir- the carnival or whatever. Yeah, the Volpe circus. Yeah, that drags a teeny tiny bit for me and then the continuation of that character just feels a little bit too repetitive, but like they need you need like a a villain with a face for something like this to an extent. Um it can't mm-hmm. just be <laughs> the villain is war. Um unfortunately, even though it probably should be. Uh so I found that a little repetitive at times, but it, yeah, I, I mean, like you said, I gave it out of a five out of five. So it was obviously not worth <laughs> demoting anything for me. Yeah. And I gave it a four and a half out of five. And my only reason was I was completely unaware it was a musical. That and... Oh, I see. And I completely, us talking about it, I forgot. I forgot that it was a musical because. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it's not like a full blown musical. Like it's no. not. There's not a song every minute or every, like, not even every five minutes. I think there's, like, what, three or four songs tops? Yeah, and they're always, it's not like a typical musical where, like, one second they're talking and then all of a sudden they're just singing what they want to be saying. It's much more like, hey, I'm going to perform for you. I'm going to sing this Mm -hmm. song. And the song has it, it's more than just a song because it's progressing the story still. But um, it's still very much more this character is singing a song for people. Yes, yeah. No one's like singing their responses to people. No, it's no, no. not like that at all. Yeah. Uh, but when I was watching it, and then Pinocchio breaks out into that very first song, like kind of like the beginning, mm-hmm. I I was like, whoa! Like I was not. <laughs> what? It's a, it's a musical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so for that split second, I fell out of the movie, and I was like, mm-hmm. pulled out. And the song itself wasn't great. I wasn't like in love with it. Uh, it ended very soon after, and I was back in the the driver's seat and, and loving it hell yeah so i wonder on a on a rewatch if it really would bother me because I, I liked all, all the other songs as well yeah like like bad uh but that's like the only thing like okay. other than that like i can't think of a single thing about this movie that i would just i didn't like vehemently love no exactly 
Okay. Well, that's great. Yeah. Anything else you want us to mention about it before um, we move on to the, the next topic we're going to talk about? I feel like people who have seen it would lose their shit if we didn't say that Kate Blanchett voices a monkey. Oh a monkey. A monkey who does not talk. So no. she's just making monkey noises the whole time. And that's just bonkers bananas to me, <laughs> um, <laughs> especially because she took it so seriously. Seriously, yeah. Like, so seriously. Oh, did you watch that documentary thing? Oh, I haven't. <gasps> Joe, okay, everyone listening. I know, I'm a loser. Oh, my God, no, you're not. It's fine. Um, but there, <laughs> I will say I do appreciate this trend that's kind of happening with certain streamers. Like, Disney does do this a lot, and then Netflix mm-hmm. has done this as well now, where they, like, uh they when they drop a new movie they're also dropping like a 30 minute behind the scenes kind of documentary thing um it feels very like special features on a dvd from like the 2000s which i like which is great so great because this i will say if you watch pinocchio or like or i mean yeah if you've watched it already or you're about to watch it i highly recommend watching the documentary afterwards as well because it's everyone on in that is so passionate about the film like there's just you can just feel how much they want to like show how much they love it you know like Mm -hmm. it's just so lovely um but so Kate Blanchett's in that and she is so serious about this monkey like (laughs) it's hilarious um Amazing so performance, cool. uh, maybe yeah. better than Tar. Who knows? Yeah, Who why knows? would why would we nominate her for Tar when this is <laughs> Spazatura the monkey is right here? Spazita, yeah, the whole <laughs> cast though, like you mentioned, Kate Blanchett Spazatura. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ewan McGregor is Sebastian J. Cricket. They don't yep. call him Jiminy. He's Sebastian J. Cricket. Mm-hmm. David and he's like kind of the narrator of the, the movie, yeah. which is wonderful, perfect. 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 David Bradley, aka Filch. Yep. Is Master Geppetto. And his voice acting is so good. So I didn't even realize it was him until after. I mean, I feel like I recognized it, but like it didn't like hit me until I read the name afterwards. He added such a cool like gravel to it. It was really yeah. good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, Christoph Waltz is Count Volpe, mm-hmm. excellent villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tilda Swinton is the wood sprite. Uh, multiple wood sprites i think ron perlman the a, a frequent collaborator with del toro is uh podesta a fascist one of the, the main fascist recruiters mm-hmm. finn wolfhard of stranger things fame is candlewick uh john turturro is in it mm-hmm. tim blake nelson this is like a stacked stacked cast it's a wonderfully stacked cast and it's and they're all like people who are genuinely good voice actors it's not just name mm-hmm. recognition mm-hmm. it's people who genuinely understand the art and craft of voice acting and like Very take it so. seriously and do their best which is great and that's another thing I, what i like about this movie is that it's very clear everybody associated with this movie cares so much about this craft. yes absolutely in a world where like so many people even within the industry just are like willing to say animations for children yeah it really feels like everybody involved in this is like uh fuck that this is like this is meant for everybody it's yeah. not you know like we're not to relegate this to children only yeah i agree okay uh, any last words on Pinocchio before we move on? Um, uh, I love it, and I love Pinocchio, and he is someone that I would now die for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, do you think we'll ever get a uh, Pinocchio remake again? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm sure we'll get at least one next year. Like, let's you just. So? See. I don't know. It's. I say give it five years. You think? Yeah, five years. <sighs> 
Yeah, you might be right. I don't know. We'll see. It might be that this one is so good that everyone's super intimidated and kind of like... That's my initial reaction, that this was so good that someone... No one's going to touch it for at least a couple years. Mm. And then in the next five years, they'll do like a Pinocchio musical or something. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that yeah, for sure. That's my guess. Okay. He- here is the other million billion dollar question for you, Clara. Mm. Is this beating Marcel the Shell for best animated feature? Ooh. Hmm. Or what do you want to win? That's the Oh, no. No, I won't answer that because I don't know <laughs> because I would also die for Marcel. And so my loyalties are really split right now. And I honestly don't know what to do with myself about that. Um, wow, wow. <laughs> but when we get to our Oscars episode, you're going to have to make a decision. I know. And I'm going to like have a, a proper like crisis about it. I, <laughs> I'm nervous. I'll um, let you off the hook now. Okay. But, but I will... in like two months, you're going to have to make a decision. So okay. just like keep that in the back of your mind. Okay, I'll think about it. Okay. Ugh. All right. Second half of this podcast is dedicated to more animation because we love animation. We love animation. This time, we're going to go through some of the big 2023 releases and just kind of say yay or nay. Yeah. Flop or bop. Will it be a flop or be a bop? Boom. And uh, kind of how we feel about it. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. How do you feel about the Baby Shark movie coming out? <laughs> I told Claire I wasn't going to talk about this one, but now I'm talking about it. And then I was like, oh, thank God, because I didn't even understand why there was a Baby Shark movie, because I said, ba- why- how does Baby Shark have lore? But I mean, to be fair, all pieces of media in essence have lore behind them in one regard or another. So it makes sense. But also like, oh, my God. Um, the Wikipedia I- says, can you guess the genre this movie is, according to the Wikipedia? Is it a crime thriller? No, no. no. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> no, not at all. Is it fantasy? No. The genre, according to Wiki, is preschool. Oh, I That's didn't... a genre. Oh, I Oh, like okay. So it's it's like it'll be like Coco Melon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Coco Melon. Have you ever oh, watched no. Coco Melon? Um, only through TikTok. Yeah. Um same. Which mostly has evolved from like, a, I saw like a couple videos that were like, look how cute Coco Melon is. I'm showing it to my cat. And then everything else I've ever seen about <laughs> Coco Melon is people saying Coco Melon is absolutely detrimental to babies <laughs> in their development. Um, I heard a, this is just a, an anecdote from a friend who said that Coco Melon is like, like drugs for children like it yeah. like kids it's just get too much addicted to yeah. cocomelon and it's like hard for them to break that addiction like it's like some again this is not i'm not basing this in any research we this don't have purely, babies i don't have babies clara doesn't have babies <laughs> yeah this is purely anecdotal but like this person said that their kids were addicted to cocomelon that's so scary. I and it was, like, don't like that. It's impossible to like wean them off. That's yeah, so scary that literal infants are developing media ad- addictions. Like <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh okay. Yeah, real, so real real, okay. real real ones. Yes, okay. Chicken Run Dawn of the Nugget. <sighs> flop or bop? I I'm going to say flop. I okay. This is scary. I know. Because I love Chicken Run. I know me too. But one, here are some reasons why I think Chicken Run, Don and the Nugget will be a flop. And I bet everything you say is exactly what I was going to say. So this is going to be perfect. It's a Netflix release. A little scary. Not to say that they're always bad, but they mm-hmm. don't have a great track record. Mm-mm. I mean, 
Pinocchio's a Netflix release, so clearly they can do stuff right. Yeah. Uh, here's some other issues. I don't think people care anymore. That is a, that is a concern. It's been a very long time. Um, yeah. And there's, I think there's a really difficult difference when you're doing like, a, I would almost call this like a legacy sequel. It is, totally. Yeah, you have to have the original film be in a place where people are desperately like, I need more. Yeah. Like, I know James Cameron always said Avatar was going to be more than one film, but I think there was a, there was a good chunk of time where people were like, oh, there's never going to be more. But a lot of people wanted more. Mm-hmm. And so I think av- the second the Avatar that's coming out is going to do well. Whereas yeah. something like Chicken Run, that ends beautifully. It ends wonderfully i love chicken run to death but i would never sit down and be like well no it needs a sequel i need to know what happened to the chickens i know what happened to the chickens they're fine it's been 22 years came out 2000 yeah so kind of wild here's the other thing that i i am fine with but i think is going to be annoying once it comes out okay uh mel gibson's not in it like none of the main cast is in it correct which i think is fine Mm-hmm. I could give two shits if Mel Gibson's in it. Yeah, honestly, fuck Mel Gibson. But <laughs> yeah, but like that's just gonna bring more conversation. Like Mel Gibson's not in it; it's too woke, and mm. I'm like, Ugh, I'm already dreading it. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't know. I'm. I and I. The other thing that makes me nervous is the original directors aren't involved. But I will say also though that the actual director is Sam Fell, who did Paranorman, which is amazing, and he also directed Flushed Away, which I honestly think is great. Um, <laughs> so it's not that he's a bad director, but it it does make me nervous when the the core team for a movie is no longer on like a sequel because then it's kind of like okay, so we're just completely abandoned. The, yeah. the heart of what made the original like work in a way um yeah. so i am i i that's why i'm like flop for this because it's kind of just like ooh. that was my last point that i'm glad you brought it oh, up perfect it's probably the biggest point is that this is a creation of uh nick park and peter lord mm-hmm. and like without their involvement like you but like you said not to say the director's gonna be bad no 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 but chicken run exists because of them so it's definitely there's a lot more hesitancy with it yeah so i guess we'll see yeah i'll still watch it but we'll see. i will too but yeah we'll we'll see what happens uh elemental okay Pixar movie next year um i think it'll be a bop i mean i think so pixar pretty much always is um yeah I will say I'm honestly kind of happy that the director is uh, Peter's son. Son? Yeah. Um, I say son. Son. Yeah. Uh, I, like, The Good Dinosaur is, I think, almost objectively considered one of the weakest of Pixar's. Mm-hmm. Um, but it always makes me sad when someone gets, like, their directorial debut and then they are somehow never allowed to make another movie again because I agree. That's like such a, like that's, it sucks. It sucks. And like, he clearly has enough talent to make a movie. So let's let him learn and make more. You know what I mean? Um, so I am honestly kind of, I, I, I feel more bop about that because I feel like if anything, the good dinosaur was a good, like, teaching opportunity to like learn about directing an animated <laughs> an film. expensive one but yes yeah very expensive <laughs> one oh my god um yeah. but yeah i agree with you completely on that and i think like 
the good dinosaur while not great mm. in terms of the world of pixar um it's not a bad animated movie like if it was a dreamworks no. movie people would be like yeah it's good yeah but because it's exactly. in the world of pixar it's like well the bar is really high exactly yes uh that being said elemental while i also think it'll be a bop mm-hmm. very happy that peter son son is getting a second chance mm-hmm. i do think the story is fairly um, cliche generic yes i do it's agree not entirely that. like doesn't have that pixar uh originality pizzazz, yeah originality mm-hmm. it's just like all right there's a city where all the elements live together and it, it appears that a fiery uh, female and a water male you know fall in love so it's like the not the most yeah original maybe yeah but, uh, and it it's also like i don't know like do we really need another movie about how in heteronormative relationships opposites attract because yeah it's uh, not the most yeah, nuanced for sure no it's not nuanced and it, like yes to an extent it's good to have a partner who's different than you but also like i'm worried about when we do messaging depicting such extremes because sometimes it's not good to date someone who's the exact opposite of you like sometimes i'm curious to see how they handle that because there is that like oh opposites attract and you know maybe we're digressing a bit but who cares this is important yeah uh yeah i think that when you're searching for a partner maybe this is such a funny conversation to have in I a know. movie podcast. This is Whatever. so fun. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, Relationship Hour. I know lots Cara about this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think to an extent, when you look for a partner, you want some things in common, but mm-hmm. you don't want everything in common. Yes. And then there needs to be a balance, right? Yes, and exactly. You wouldn't want to date somebody who's completely opposite of you either. No. So it'll be interesting to see how they handle yeah, this. I'm, yeah. And I mean, it's so hard to say. Like, Pixar is... It's so early. It's so yeah. early. They're, Pixar is relatively good at keeping things pretty on lock. So it's like, yeah. it's so hard to say even like what we're yeah. going to get in the end. And it might even come down to that like, oh, our balance of our opposites and, and things that we are similar is why we work. That probably ends mm. up... That will probably end up being the message of the movie. Yeah, probably. Is that because we're not completely opposite is why we... Uh, why we work who knows yeah this is all just speculation when uh, when we watch it next year and then we inevitably talk about it on the podcast we can pull this sound bite and be like <laughs> joe was right <laughs> perfect uh spellbound i only bring up spellbound for one reason okay it's, it's a sky dance animation film yes uh, the last sky dance animation film was the movie called luck mm-hmm. which came out on apple tv this year mm-hmm which I thought was abysmal. I don't remember what you felt. I haven't seen it yet. I, oh, I'm. I swear you said it was bad too. I said it was bad because it's John Lasseter. Ah, uh, yeah, John Lasseter. <laughs> I was just like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, somebody else I was talking to, but it's not yeah. good. I hope you watch it and then tell me it's not good, so I feel validated. Okay, um, I'll subject myself to it for you. Thank. Wow, that's true friendship. <laughs> friendship. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> This cast is good, though. Rachel Zegler's in it. Nicole yeah. Kidman, Javier Bardem, mm-hmm. John Lithgow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like a decent cast. Yeah. Uh, I don't even... It's, it's about like a world of magic and a kingdom. So it's not, again, not like the most original story. No. But I guess we'll see. Yeah. Well, the, the one thing, too, that has me kind of excited is the director's Vicky Jensen. Um, 
who she's the co-director on Shrek and Shark Tale, um, which oh, are both gr- great um, cultural resets, if you will. <laughs> um, so I like that she's at the helm and it's exciting because she's never gotten to do an animated film like solely directed by her. So I find that kind of exciting, like the chance for her to be the sole director on a project. The only other time that's happened is when she did Postgrad, which is honestly kind of a fun movie, but also definitely a little problematic, but it was the 2000s, so whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that has me a little hopeful. Um, okay, that's a, it's a good good reason. Yeah, but okay. I, I think ultimately I'd probably say flop more than bop. I, yeah, I'm leaning towards flop. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, Across the Spider-Verse? Oh, my God. Instant bop. It's already a bop, and it's not even out yet. All all we have is a trailer, and the trailer's a bop. Like, we're fine. (laughs) Not much for us to say about this movie that's like, hasn't been said, and it's not even out yet. The the anticipation and expectations are so insanely high. Yeah. And I honestly, it'll probably be met. I'm, like, not concerned about this movie at all. I feel like it's going to be good. And it's gonna be good. Like that's. I think it'll be good. The one safe bet. The one thing I was surprised by when I was because I was looking at all these before we started talking is this is another one where the original directors are not the directors, Mm -hmm. which I do find kind of interesting. Um, And then it's a it's three directors. One of them has directed a bunch of the two D animated superhero movies, which could Mm -hmm. be good and helpful. Um, one of them was a production designer on the original and for Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. So it's like, okay, like he was on the original project. So that's good. And then it also was directed by Kemp Powers, who co-directed Soul. And oh. that's pretty rad. And he was also a writer for One Night in May- Miami. Um, very good movie. Yes. So I f- even though it's different, direct- like this is such a cool like polar opposite in a way to the Chicken Run sequel because it's once again like different directors on board but like i feel more confident in these new directors in a way yeah i do as well and i think the screenplay is still by phil lord and chris miller yes i think so too they're still heavily involved i feel like it's more of like a passing of the torch rather than like they didn't want to do it yes exactly so high expectations i think it'll pan out great for everybody yeah i agree (laughs) not entirely worried about that movie no not at Uh, all Super Mario movie? Oh my god, I don't know what to feel. Okay, I look at it. I, I didn't know how to feel either. And then and then I saw the trailer. And, and then I what happened after you saw it? I'm excited. I'm okay. sorry. I'm really excited. Easily the worst thing about Super Mario movie is Chris Pratt as Mario. There's like yeah. there's no beating around the bush. His voice performance feels so lazy. So yeah boring it's just it like every time he speaks i'm like oh my god it's so dumb yeah uh, everything else though like wow that's true it. yeah it looks gorgeous it looks, looks really good uh jack black as bowser is incredible polar opposite of chris Pratt's mario like, yeah <laughs> the most perfect cast as bowser as jack black oh my god uh, anya taylor joy as princess peach is yep. is fine she doesn't sound like she's she just sounds like she's anya taylor joy yeah yeah but what i like about it most is that it's like clearly they are they know the world it's like yeah how much super mario do you play oh have you played oh religiously i was yeah. a major mario ds kid i loved mario so much 
And it feels very much like they know the games, they know the history, yeah. and they're like really, really translating that well to screen. And that's ultimately why I think I'm very excited. Like the fact mm-hmm. that like the trailer shows Mario Kart and Rainbow yeah. Road, and like there's a lot of the, the pipes are fun. Like it just looks like they're they're getting it right, and that's why I'm excited. That's so true. I think it will be interesting because the the two directors. One of them directed that Teen Titans Go movie. Oh, which people love. Which I haven't seen yet, but I do actually want to try because I've heard that as well, that they love it. Um, And then the other is someone who hasn't directed anything, but again, has written for a lot of the 2D 2D animated superhero movies out there. Um, Mm -hmm. So, like, they definitely know what they're doing in this genre, for sure. Um, so that gives me hope. And I think it is kind of excited that exciting that people who don't have many directing credits are getting such a big title. Yeah. I think I always think that's cool when we're getting new people on board. Um, so yeah, I, I, I just dream of a world where we can admit that Chris Pratt is not a voice actor. Like, I just, I wish I, I don't understand why he, like why there's this adamant hiring of people who are not voice actors when there are so many good voice actors out there like i just don't, I don't get it. it i mean Ugh. i get it it's it's simply the name will bring in people that's yeah. that's the the reasoning behind it right is that oh chris pratt is chris pratt will bring him in people will go watch it that's just true. because chris pratt is voicing mario and like it sucks because that might be partially true but also, if you just found a great voice actor, which there are hundreds out there, it would probably be more fun. Like, there's already so much conversation about the dubs or the, the not the dubs. Yeah, the dubs. Yeah. Like, French, the French voice actor for Mario. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, all these other actors are getting it right. Sound like Mario and, like, I don't know. They're, the argument I've seen people use is, like, well, you don't want to watch a whole movie of you know, an Italian Mario. Yes, like, I do. Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, actually, it's hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually love that. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, it's it's happening. Yeah. And I'll be watching it still. Oh, definitely. Still excited, if I'm being honest. So Yeah, that's fair. I feel that. The Trolls movies, do you watch any of those? Um, I saw the first one. I've seen the first one. I saw the first one like five times, I think, because I would babysit this kid who would put it on. As soon as it ended, we have to put it back on or they throw a fit. Um, So I was subjected to it nonstop. I was not a fan. Didn't watch the second one because I was like, I had like a physical reaction to the idea of watching Trolls again. Um, so this is a flop for me because I'm just, I'm not going to watch it. Like, I just, it's, yeah, I don't need to watch something like that. Here's the thing. Financially, it'll probably be a bop because the oh, last two, I'm bop. almost positive, did really well. In fact, yeah. Trolls 2 did so well because I think Trolls 2 came out in the height of the pandemic. Like, yes. right when Panic was starting. Yes. And it went straight to uh, VOD. Yeah. And it killed it. Yeah. They were like, oh, shit. And there's like all that discussion was like damn trolls 2 is like saving the movie industry right now yeah <laughs> uh, so it'll probably do really well because oh absolutely like you said kids f- fucking love their trolls apparently. yeah they really do yeah okay. it's fine whatever uh wildwood i'm so excited let's go ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh wildwood is a bop yeah for those who don't know wildwood yeah. is the gonna be the newest movie from leica studios if you don't know Leica, they're the stop motion studio behind Coraline mm-hmm. and Kubo and mm-hmm. Paranorman and 
the box trolls and missing link bigfoot movie missing link <laughs> got what that was called yes. until right now <laughs> but they are masters of stop motion animation. yes yes all of their movies are at the bare minimum good uh all the way to perfect yes exactly and wildwood while very little is known uh, that i could find mm-hmm. cast we do know carrie mulligan yes w that's what the kids would say w yep. big dub <laughs> mahershala ali w massive dub jacob tremblay w Huge aquafina dub. people would probably say l but yeah. i like aquafina still yeah uh angela bassett dub w mm-hmm. jake johnson I don't like Jake Johnson. <gasps> I don't, I, I'm sorry. I need to say. Boo. I need to speak my truth right now. Boo. I don't like Jake Johnson. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not a new girl guy. I'm. So, oh, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. That I went from like upsetting to like devastating <laughs> so quickly for me. <laughs> uh, we we'll have to talk about this after. Oh my god. Our still intact. No, it is. Of course, it is. Don't be silly. But uh, like, oh so my funny. god. Wow. Okay. What a revelation. Yeah, not a new girl guy. Okay. What about Charlie Day? Care. I like Charlie Day. Okay, okay. That's fine Day. then. Okay. They're w. the same person. They, they... <laughs> uh, Jermaine Clement, W. Mm-hmm. Maya Erskine, W. That's mm-hmm. a Pen15 actress, right? Yep, 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 yep. She sure is. Yeah, just a great... Amanda Stenberg, yeah. W. Huge like a... w. Richard E. Grant, W. Yes. All these W's. It's a W movie. It's, it's it really is. And it's directed by Travis Knight, who did Kubo. And Travis Knight, who did Kubo. Which and is that's... like, arguably, I mean, it, I think if we were really arguing about which is the best of the studio, it's between Kubo and Coraline. Oh, yeah. Which I, no I think doubt. we even had that discussion, actually, when we, we were ranking we stop motion. <laughs> <laughs> we have had that conversation. Yeah. And we both love them dearly. Yeah. Uh yeah, Travis Knight, very talented director. He did this. He also directed Bumblebee. Which I haven't which seen. Was, it's pretty good. Oh, okay. Like, it's the easily the best Transformers movie. Whoa. Um, don't okay. ask any other like 17 to 21 year old male that because they'll say like, no, it's the Transformers, Dark of the Moon. It's or the one where Megan Fox gets wet in a t-shirt. Yeah, but, yeah they'll say something like <laughs> bullshit. And it's yeah. not. Uh, Bumblebee is the best one. It's basically the Iron Giant, but Transformers. Mm. I love that. It's okay, it's cool. not as like deep and emotional as Iron Giant, but it's pretty good. Pretty okay, good. exciting. Travis Knight, very very talented. Wildwood is going to be dope as hell. Yay! Yeah, I agree. I think it's uh, yeah. I I almost am like not prepared. Like I'm so excited. <laughs> it's, I know it's just going to be so good. Uh, last two. Mm-hmm. We we have Wish Disney's Wish. This will be their big movie next year. Yeah, which is basically about the their. The history of their wishing star, essentially. Uh, they go. It's about the girl who goes to a kingdom where wishes can come true. But it's supposed to be, like, based off the star you see in their logo. Mm, which is interesting. Which is weird. A little maybe too meta. Too um, meta, in my opinion, yeah. It might so, be. <laughs> yeah, like, the kingdom in the logo, I think it's like that's what it's supposed to be, like, that, that kingdom, that mm, star. Okay, okay. I don't know. Hmm. It's... It's Disney. They are usually pretty good with their movies. Like, even Strange World, which came out this year. I know you haven't seen it yet. I know I need to. It's not bad. It's good. Mm-hmm. But it just has so much more potential. Right. This will probably be, at the very bin- bare minimum, good. Um, I, I Yeah. I mean, I feel good about the directors. The directors um, are those 
who are behind Frozen and Frozen 2 and Tarzan, which is pretty cool. And Mm -hmm. that's one of the, it's two directors. And then the other director is um, someone who was like the lead story designer for Rhea and The Last Dragon, which I really like that, honestly. So I feel hopeful because like for as much as like Frozen and Frozen 2 aren't like life-changing movies for me by any means, they're not bad. Um, And I mean, Tarzan's incredible. Incredible, (laughs) Um, yeah. So that makes me feel a little better about it. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm a little stuck on the premise. Um I will say also I always find it so interesting the dedication Disney has to having like a female lead who's kind of like whimsical or like searching for like the answers to life or whatever and then they're always accompanied by like a male creature Mm -hmm. i think that's such an odd consistency that they do and honestly i find it kind of boring at this point i I mean it's been done like oh my god every almost every movie yeah tangled ariel cinderella like pretty much all i mean all of them yeah frozen tangled uh encanto does she have an animal um i think so i think she does i'm almost moana for sure moana for sure i'm almost positive in kanto she has something i can't remember it's been a minute i know i can't either um but yeah yeah yeah. the point they for sure do that all the time which is just like i get it to an extent but it's also like why can't the princess have like a female pet like it's just really weird to me that there's just no pet yeah or that honestly (laughs) i just find it odd this like reliance on oh we're gonna have a male lead and a female lead every time and and it's just like uh, like we could maybe not like we don't need that um so very strange it's it is odd to me that that's part of their formula but i mean it could also be i think at the at at its bare minimum it's going to be really pretty to look at and that'll be nice um so tentative bop from me yeah tentative bop is the correct answer cool good (laughs) okay um last but certainly not least we have uh hayao miyazaki's how do you live title working according Mm -hmm. to some news i read recently that they may not call it that but Ah! It officially has a, a release date of July of next year. I know. Which is absolutely insane to think that ah! in 2023, we're getting a Miyazaki movie. <gasps> I can't believe it. Based off a novel, mm-hmm. it's basically about a, a you. Okay, this is how they described it in the tweet I read, but it's about a young person who's going through like a spiritual growth, encountering poverty and other hardships as they grow up. Mm-hmm. Wow, sounds like a... Typical like Miyazaki a... wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right up his wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah, it's um this is a bop, right? There's yeah, no oh, way it's, it's not a bop. It's going to be a bop no matter what. And I mean it's slightly unfair because I think I mean it I almost feel silly saying this because people have said this. I, I think this will be the third time someone's saying this, but <laughs> it will be Miyazaki's last in theory. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which we know is not necessarily always true because we got Ponyo Correct. and The Wind Rises, which were both also considered Miyazaki's last. last. Um but I feel like it's maybe slightly more realistic to say this will be his last. And so I think in a way that alone is going to make it a bit of a bop no matter what. Um, yeah. But it, it also is just, it's Miyazaki. Like, of course it's going to be a bop. Like, it, it, like I don't know. Like, there's just no question. I agree. He's 81. I know. So it's like, he's is, not 
Ugh. a spring chicken anymore. So like, no, this and we could be his last. Exactly, and we know he's tired. He's so we know he's tired. He's so grumpy and tired. Whether or not he wanted to come back or not is probably debatable, but. Uh, but Goro did earwig, <laughs> and it has to be counteracted. Uh, according to the wiki, Hayao Miyazaki wanted to do earwig in the witch, but Goro did it instead. Oh, that see that see <laughs> that proves it even more. He's so spiteful. It's hilarious. Yeah, he is spiteful. Anyways, it's mm, a bop. There's it's just no way. Bop. This is like in my top 10 most anticipated for next year. Oh, absolutely. Easily. This this will be something I'm looking forward to for sure. Yeah. How do you feel about it being like a summer release? Excited. I'm cool with that. I find it really interesting. I don't know why. I'm just like, I feel like I'm slightly surprised that it's going to drop in the summer. And I I can't explain why that is, but it's... Instead of like a award season? Yeah. Like I I would almost see it as like an early fall, maybe. Um, It's possible it hits Japan in the summer and doesn't get here until like the fall. Oh. Oh, that's so true i could that's, see that would be my guess i that, could see that because japan for sure is slated for july so right. i wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't come here till like september that total okay october that totally makes sense yeah. let's let's save that sound bite too and okay we'll- perfect yeah. <laughs> cool epic <laughs> uh, so that's obviously not all the movies coming out next year that no, animated no, no. those are just the big ones we wanted to quickly discuss flop or bop but uh if you had to pick one just one what are you most excited for fuck it's it's between how do you live in and wildwood no exactly that's exactly it yeah i would agree wholeheartedly (laughs) let's just yeah we'll pick those two yeah it's yeah yeah. it's just i mean i think that's such a good two to pick too because i think both of the studios behind them are so dedicated to preserving the crafts that they're a part of studio ghibli is so about like hand-drawn animation and like is so about stop motion and like I just I I don't know. It's it's just always nice seeing them release something new and like getting to continue their goal of preserving their animated art forms. Absolutely. Completely agree. Well, we have reached the end. We've done it. We did it. Takeaways today, uh watch Pinocchio yes, on Netflix please. and support Del Toro. Yes. Uh, and uh, prepare for another year of some pretty great animated films. Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. I'm so excited. I'm pumped uh clara uh, everybody knows who you are uh all of clara's information will be linked in the episode uh description of the episode including my own yeah you can go like all of clara's last of us edits on tiktok oh my god they're so fun they're very good i can attest to that (laughs) uh other than that we have stuff coming up we do i don't know what it is but we have stuff we have so many little ideas cooking yeah there's a lot of ideas cooking and uh we're with oscar season coming up yes we're gonna be like going ham claire's gonna be watching all these movies for 2022 so we're gonna talk about recaps and it just yes it'll be a bananas i'm gonna do months. that oh i watch i need to watch um x oh yeah you watched pearl first i watched pearl first which was so edgy and unique and, of me yeah I'm, wow you're so cool i'm not like other people you're i'm so different. <laughs> I'm such a hipster. Um, I'm curious to see how how it affects your ex viewing. I'm very curious. I we'll have to talk about that soon. We will. Yeah. Sorry. No one else gets to hear about that. That's a private conversation for me and Joe. Sorry. Yep, Go yep, away, no, everybody. Guess. Stop eavesdropping. We'll probably do an episode like on our like most surprising movies, most disappointing movies. So mm, okay. We'll, cool. we'll get in a conversation about them for sure. Yay. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, 
everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for continued support. And um, again, next week, new episode. Don't know what it's on, but it'll be out. Yay! So thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next week.